So, the four brains that I've ordered arrive on this coming Wednesday, so I'm looking forward to that. But before I tell you anything about those, I want to talk to you a little bit about this idea of kind of getting out of your own way, because I've been talking about going down a brain rabbit hole and learning about biology, and I've always wanted to do, or not even to do, but I've always loved the idea of being involved in the dissection of a, either a body or a, a brain or, or whatever. I've watched endless um, dissections of the body on online on YouTube. Highly recommended if you haven't done it. Just Google, just stick into YouTube brain dissection or human body dissection. Fucking fascinating stuff, lads. Might get you put on a watch list, but you know, if you're not on a watch list now, you never will be. But in relation to getting out your own way and ringing people, I would have loved to have gotten my hands on brains a lot earlier than this coming Wednesday. And a huge big component part of why I didn't, if not the only reason, is because, you know, you don't be going buying brains on the internet and being weird. Like, cop onto yourself. Like, be normal. But I can't be normal. All I can be is myself. And there's something to that. And I think some people need to, and by people I need myself, I need to remind myself of that. I can't be normal. I can only be myself. And a lot of, there's a lot of talk about, you know, what you can do to become yourself and how you can realise who and what you are and actualise your potential and, and all that jazz. But to me, I think it's more accepting yourself for who you are, as opposed to trying to mould yourself into what you might like to be. And I'm a bit weird and it's only fucking probably halfway through my existence that I'm starting to wrap my head around the idea of accepting myself for what I am. Now, that doesn't mean that you get to accept the fact that you, you know, drink too much or smoke too much or eat too much shitty food. There's bad things that I do and that are part of my kind of daily habits that I want to root out of me. They're parts of me that I don't like. And there's nothing wrong with trying to improve yourself. But more broadly speaking, you have to accept yourself for who and what you are. And I've never really, I never fitted in school per se. I didn't do too bad. Like it was grand. It wasn't horrendous or anything. I never got bullied. But I never really felt like I belonged there. The only place I think I've ever really felt I belonged was in Kokoro, a martial arts gym that I um spent nearly six years training in it's no more unfortunately but such is life but aside from there like when I played hurling when I played football I've done 101 different things but I never really felt like I kind of fitted in anywhere and there's something about dojos that are very they're very they're very level so when you're in there in your shorts and your t-shirt you could be rolling with a fucking a CEO or a forklift driver and it doesn't really matter. Your ability on the mat is all that matters. So there was, there was a, there's generally a great acceptance of people in, in martial arts dojos, which is something that I very much gravitated towards. And they were very accepting of different people because no one really gave a shit. You know, whether you were sound or whether you were a dickhead or whether you earned a, you know, a million quid a year or 25,000, it didn't really matter provided you weren't actively being a dickhead and you get on with it and you were trying to better yourself then happy days no one really gave a shit but when you start out in a new endeavor whether it's a new gym or a new club or you've picked up a new hobby or you're starting swimming lessons or guitar lessons or whatever the fuck it is it doesn't really matter even if you're just starting to maybe go out to pubs for the first time or whatever the fuck it is 
it's hard. Like it's 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 kind of emotionally draining and psychologically tough, basically, because you have to present yourself in a certain way. When you're with your friends, when you're with people who know you, you can be yourself, or at least that's the hope that you can. You, you have you've surrounded yourself with people that will allow you be yourself. But when you start something new, you have to put forward who and what you are, and that can be difficult for people. It's difficult for all of us to, to varying degrees, I suppose. I don't find it particularly different, difficult anymore because I've had a long history of sales, but I get what it's like to walk into a new place and just feel new and feel stupid and feel awkward and not knowing where to put your fucking hands or not knowing where to look or what to say. It can be fucking awkward. And that feeds into even phone calls. So I picked up the phone there the other day, having been toying with the idea of trying to get my hands and some brains for God knows how long. And... I rang an abattoir. Now, I was smart enough about it. And here's a little top tip. There are abattoirs close to me that I was hoping to get brains from. But I didn't ring one of them. I rang one down in Cork. And then I rang one in Galway. I'm not, don't be specific there. But I rang ones that are fucking miles away. The idea being that I could, could, could do my, uh, uh, hello, I, my name's Fran and uh, uh, I have a podcast. And, you know, you can get, you can, you can make a balls of your pitch, basically. And it doesn't really matter because they're not the people that you wanted to deal with in the first place. So to cut a long story short, I made a couple of phone calls and I didn't really know what to ask for because, like, what do you do? Do you ring up the reception of a fucking abattoir and go, hello, I'd like to buy some brains, please? Which, in hindsight, is exactly what I should have done. Because I spoke to some girl called Mary and Mary wanted to know who uh, who I was and why I was calling. I said my name was Fran McKeown, that I was a... Uh, the way I put it was I'm an online educator um, and that I was looking for some um, brains to do some dissections. And I kind of said all this with me heart and me mouth a little. And she goes, yeah, you need to talk to Brian. Um, have you got a pen? I'll give you Brian's number. And I was like, fuck. Because in her world, people looking for brains is like, in my world, people looking for microgreens. And it can be difficult when you try and cross loops because that's what I did and that's what what's difficult I suppose this is just coming to mind now that's what's difficult about starting in a new gym or picking up a new hobby or joining a fucking writer's group or a singing group or whatever the fuck it is we have our own little loops and when we do something new you have to pass through the barrier of this new loop but it's a loop you're unfamiliar with so that's what cranks up the anxiety to varying degrees, again, for different people. Some people, the anxiety would be cranked so high that they won't fucking dare ever approach it, ever. And then other people, you know, they might have a, a tingle of it, but that's the height that they'll get for the rest of their fucking lives. And most of us are somewhere there in the middle, depending on the day of the week, we're more or less anxious. But anyway, having spoken to Mary and gotten Brian's number and gotten a bit of info out of them as to how this would work, and I had a bit of crack with Mary, I was like... Once she told me that, you know, oh yeah, it, it's Brian, you need to talk to Brian, I kind of let me guard down. And I kind, I kind of went, do you know what, Mary, I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know what kind of a reception that I was going to get because I was thinking to myself, I'm ringing this place up looking for brains. They're going to fucking get the guards onto me or something. They're going to think I'm a weirdo. And she started laughing. She was like, oh, no, not at all, not at all. And she was actually really helpful. And humour can be really good. Like, if you've got, if you've got any kind of a sense of humour or if you can crack a joke, it always helps to settle you into a, a new loop 
and what's better again I find personally than humor is showing almost like a weakness in you so what I said to Mary was Mary you probably won't believe this but I was nervous as hell before I picked up the phone and she was like really why and I was like well I was ringing up looking for brains and I'm like I've never done anything like this before so I didn't know what kind of a reception she get and all of a sudden she was like ah no you're grand you're grand you're grand you're grand and she went from somebody who just you know answered the phone to a blind stranger to somebody who was actively trying to help me and that's that's kept me in good stead and it's it's something that I would absolutely advise the people when you're going in and trying to do a new thing no matter what it is I remember a friend of mine wanted to hire something from a, one of these hire places but he'd never been in there before and didn't know anything about construction or building materials and felt like a bit of a prick even thinking about walking in and what I said to him was look man walk up to the counter and say hello sorry for bothering you I'm a bit of a dumb fuck when it comes to all this stuff. I haven't a clue. You wouldn't give us a dig out, would you? Because when you go in with that type of a mentality and that type of approach, people will, they're brought back to, whether they think of it consciously or not, I think at least, they're brought back to a time when they were a fucking useless prick in either their industry or they can remember a time when they went somewhere and they didn't know fucking where to look or what to say or what to ask for or who to talk to. So it can be a kind of a disarming thing to walk in and go, listen, you wouldn't do us a favour, would you? Even, you know, speak softly and lean in. Listen, you wouldn't do us a bit of a favour, would you? I feel like a fucking dope standing here because I haven't really a clue where I'm supposed to go or what I'm supposed to do. But this is what I'm looking for. Can you help me? Because if you go in with that type of approach, at least in my experience, people are typically kind of glad to help you. But enough about going into hardwares and looking to hire stuff. The four brains are coming to me on Wednesday. I, depending on how I get on with these four brains, I'm toying with the idea of getting in another 20 brains. The idea being that I might do some sort of a classroom dissection type thing. So if you have any interest, um, you'll get me on 89 It'll be interesting to see now if anybody has any interest. So it's what day today? This is the end of July. So sometime hopefully towards the end of August maybe. I might do it in an evening during the week or the weekend, depending on demand, if any. But the idea being it would maybe cost you 20 quid, let's say. Rock up to my place of business here in Castletown. I'll give you a tour of the microgreens facility if you've any interest. And uh, you'll get a brain. Everyone will get a brain. And I'll walk you through the dissection. And you can dissect the whole fucking thing yourself. You can take it home and eat it, for all I care. But um, that's what's rattling around in my head. I'll know more when I get my hands on the brains myself. I don't think I even double-checked. I'm pretty sure they're lamb's brains. So I'm imagining the size of my fist. Okay, my fist probably isn't the best example. What the fuck else would be the size of my fist? I don't know. A fucking large hamster. (laughs) Oh, large hamster indeed. Getting loads of feedback, really good feedback actually, about the um, the biology ones. People seem to like to be learning a little bit about whether it's the nervous system or the brain itself or the muscles. And as I said, I'm going to do bones and the immune system. I've been doing a bit about the immune system. Fucking fascinating shit. And that ties in nicely. You see, this is the beauty of doing the systems individually. The crossover between them is class. So you've got your... Your immune system, your biological immune system, which is, again, like your central nervous system, it's it's spread out throughout your entire body to a degree. But there's also what's called a behavioral 
immune system, which I've spoke about briefly before, but that's all psychological. So that's the scrunched up face you make when you see something that you find disgusting. You that that face, you know, that disgust face that people make, that's you closing your eyes, closing your nose, and closing your mouth essentially, and usually looking away. And that's a a psychological immune system or what's known as a behavioral immune system it's the same thing that stops us from standing on shit it's actually a, a, a psychological part of your immune system that stops you from doing that because if you weren't disgusted by all these things we wouldn't have an aversion to them and we'd surround ourselves with them and we contract all the fucking diseases and germs that come with being a dirty bastard basically so that's it for this week folks if you're interested in taking part in the dissection of the brain, you'll get me on 89 I'm all ears about uh, ideas for more kind of in-person things. Um, it's something that I'm just toying with at the minute. Nothing's set in stone. Depending on interest, that will, that will steer my decision-making. Short of any interest or if I don't get enough interest, I'll just do a YouTube video. But I think a, an in-person thing might be cool. So enjoy your weekend. And I'll catch you soon.